With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How's everybody going? This is Holly with Gap to Gap Radio, and we're here to talk softball. And of course, we're uh, going to be talking probably about COVID-19. I saw uh, a YouTube the other day, and somebody referring to it as the 19. So we're going to shorten it up to just the 19. We're going to talk about for a while, probably. Uh, happy you are here, despite the sad stuff we're just dealing with, and all the confusion and and difficulties that everybody has to uh, endure through all this stuff. It's a weekly show Thursday, each Thursday at noon. And it's uh, uh, myself with Ron Ray of Future Stars of Sports. We're going to talk softball and, and looking forward to the day that we don't even have to talk about the 19 at all, unless it's 19 as a run scored in a game or something like that. But uh, So we'll be talking about a little bit more getting back on the field as things continue to change and if you have, uh, if you want to listen to the show and you want, you want any kind of comments, any kind of thoughts, feel free to call in at 516-666-9488. That number is on your screen. And uh, if you want to text uh, Ron or myself with questions or thoughts, you can text Ron at 502-541-0103. My text is 502-262-9195. Those Numbers are also on the screen. A new addition, if you are watching this, if you have the ability to, if you want to go down, scroll down to the bottom uh, as you're watching live, you want to send a, a message via chat, uh, comment, question, or anything like that, I'll watch that and, and see where we'll go. I'm going to try to prefer that over Facebook, uh, and I'll try to watch Facebook as well so I don't have to watch as many screens. As always, got a few disclaimers since there's a lot of opinions and things floating around that we're going to express. Want to make sure that all opinions expressed on this show are the property of the individual expressing the opinion and may or may not be the opinion of National Fast Pitch Academy, Gap to Gap Radio, Holly Knight, Future Stars of Sports, or Ron Ray. Also, we are not doctors or medically trained in any opinion. Of course, we're becoming more and more knowledgeable. As the day goes by. But anyway, we're not medically trained. So if we do make any kind of opinion on COVID-19 or anything else in that regard, it's just our opinion. And uh, it's not intended for advice. It's just part of the show. So with that uh, said, and we get that good done, I know we got Ron on the line. Ron, I know you're super busy, got all kinds of stuff going on. How's your day going? Pretty well so far, Holly. Uh, dealing with some COVID issues, uh, in other sports, but it's been a, a trying week, trying time as, as we all are facing as you're aware, I am an athletic director at a small school and we had a football coach yesterday that had fallen ill. So we canceled a lot of practices and kids that were involved in football and other sports were not allowed to participate in their sports. Well, fortunately 
the coach tested negative. So we're back on normal, but uh, a little bit of a scare. And, you know, we're dealing with that on a regular basis right now. Uh, had a team this, uh, that is scheduled to play in Nicholasville this weekend. They called me earlier and dropped out because they have a player and the mother both uh, tested positive after they played uh, a week or so ago in North Carolina. They came home and fell ill, and uh, they have tested positive. So it's uh, you know it's going to be a week to week, day by day type uh, situation, and uh, it's a it's a struggle. It's a struggle that we're all dealing with. Yeah, and you and I talked about it earlier. Excuse me. Um, I, I do think I, I don't. I'm pretty sure most of us would agree. I think the biggest, most difficult thing is there is so much information out there that we're not sure is accurate. We don't know. Uh, we don't even know if the experts know that much. And if they do know, we're getting misinformation or different information. And you know, is it? Can you get it this way? Can you get it this way? What is this way? Is this safe? What all that kind of stuff. And if, if we knew, if we could kind of come up with some uh, real information where we all would say this is, a, this is 99% of the chance this thing happens, this is what we got, would make it easier. But we're so, uh, so confused about so much stuff. It makes it hard. Yes, it does. I mean, early on they were talking about the contacts as far as touching things, picking up things afterwards, and still to a degree – they are going along with that, but now it seems to be more uh, through the air, uh, coughing, sneezing, uh, breathing heavily or whatever, and those type of transmissions and yeah. difficult. And uh, yeah. you, when you don't know who to believe and who to trust when they put something out because there's so much misinformation that, mm-hmm. as well as good information. So it, it's really hard to follow yeah, it's uh, and just I know Ron, you're at a different location. I will say that you, uh, um, or you're kind of going in and out just a little bit. So if you can move or, or whatever, I don't know if it's uh, where you're located or something. But I can hear you most of the time. But you are going in and out. But also, uh, we have a new. I have a, a phone number I don't recognize. It is a eight one two. I know that's uh, Indiana. It's eight one two four three. Our four eight three eight one two four eight three. Let's see who that is. Caller, go ahead. Yes, uh, Jeff Preby. Uh, I'm working with Ron uh, on the uh, fields in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm the oh, one of the two great. owners of that field, mm-hmm. and he invited me to participate in the call. and And uh, so I'm really interested to see what everybody thinks about. Uh, you know, where we're at and, you know, we're trying very hard there to do everything we know how to do. We have multiple businesses that are operating under uh, COVID, obviously all essential businesses, gas stations, car repair shops, that kind of thing. So we've tried to move a lot of the same precautions that we're taking in the other places to the baseball field and I was just kind of interested to see what you guys talked about, what your concerns were, but we're doing everything we can do to keep that facility safe uh, for people to come and enjoy time with their kids. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, I know Ron wants to say something to you and appreciate you being here Uh, real quick. And I didn't tell Ron, uh, a friend of mine went camping last week. You may have been out there, Jeff, 
but uh, we were uh, in the southeastern part of the state near, uh, oh, what is it, uh, Red River Gorge. And on the way back, we'd come through Lexington. I said, let's just swing by Nicholasville and go look at the facility there. So we, uh, we went out there, looked around, and uh, uh, it, it was, the, I mean, it's, it's in good shape considering it's been sitting there for a while. And, uh, but it's uh, potential-wise, honestly, it's gigantic potential. I think it looked really good, and you've all been looking like you've been working out there. It's a nice-looking place. Oh, everybody's tired. I've been going to bed early, and uh, Ron's been a, a wonderful partner to, to 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 get to tell me what I need to do because you know I've I've never managed the complex. I've always had people that do it for me, and uh, mm-hmm. but his crew is has just been awesome to work with. And, uh, you know, it, it's a series of constant improvement. I, I think anybody that might have played there two weeks ago sees a substantial difference. And we do have some capital improvements that we're anticipating uh, completing uh, over the course of this year and to, to have it uh, as good as we can get it. And um, I also spoke with Ron. I, I bought the 40 acres next to that complex, so we're kind of considering kind of a, even a bigger, uh, something bigger than the six fields we have. But that's going to take some time. Yeah, it's um, – let me ask you, you've got that, uh, that uh, service station, gas station that's right there, which is a nice little deal because people can kind of uh, come and go or whatever and stuff. And then you've got the hotel – uh, there is um, uh, everything part of that facility. Are they all separate, or how's that work? Uh, the gas station. Uh, I own the gas station as well. Mm-hmm. I do not own the hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, for example, if people get too hot in the in the back, there's really nowhere to escape other than underneath the pavilions. But people are welcome mm-hmm. to go up into the gas station where it's nice and cool. Uh, and we even have a walk-in cooler. If people really want to get in there and, and, and freeze up, you can yeah. go in and, uh, and and sit in there. And there's, you know, that's that's something that we offer. And you know, we're, we try very hard to make, you know, our our concession prices are very reasonable. Uh, we try and have excellent food. And uh, the same person that runs the, the food service at the gas station, uh, we've actually enhanced. Uh, some menu items, but with mm-hmm. things the way they are, we're trying to keep the concession menu a little bit limited because we don't know if it's going to rain. And of course, mm-hmm. the more items you offer, uh, the more labor that you have to have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're just getting started. I mean, uh, Ron had stuff planned from uh, March on, and we, you know, we were not able to play until. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the July. And so uh, there, there's quite a bit of money that was spent maintaining fields that were getting no use for months and months. So I think, I don't think there's a, a park owner out there that's not digging out of a hole right now, but we're, oh, for sure. we intend to reinvest the money uh, uh-huh. and, and make that place better and better. And again, that's just a continuing process. So I know I got a couple other questions again. Ron wants to get in here. So I did go into your indoor facility, and it looks like that is uh, uh, in the back burner right now for you to get it back in shape, which is understandable completely. Uh, are there plans for that? Because the netting was not in good shape. Because I know, like, if I'm taking a team there, 
a lot of times before the games, I would like to go and hit or something like that if that's even open. What's your plans there? Well, honestly, uh, that's been backburnered, you know, because of, of what we're trying to do to get the outside play. But I've had quite a few people come in there, and um, you may have seen it at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, but we do have uh, three areas that, that – and I don't charge anybody. If you have practice mm-hmm. time and you want to have somebody go over and hit, uh, you got carte blanche to the whole place, whatever outside field you paid for. And if you want to run around inside and do some different things, uh, we're just trying to attract people, you know, to the park yeah. because uh, we had renters for the last three years and uh, good people all, but they, you know, anybody that runs does not take care of, the facility like the owners would. So. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, Ron. I'm sure you got some thoughts here. Yeah, Holly, I'm very excited about the opportunity up there at Nicholasville. And, you know, unfortunately, it happened uh, this year under COVID-19. As Jeff mentioned, we were anticipating starting the second week of March and got shut down. We had teams that were scheduled to play that weekend. And they'd already put out a schedule and assigned umpires and were ready to go when uh, that was the week that everything got shut down. And Kentucky did not allow us to play until, I believe, the 28th, 29th, which was on a Monday, was the first time we could have done anything. So July 4th was our first weekend at Nicholasville. And we had about 21, 22 teams, I think, uh, last weekend, about the same number. This weekend coming up, uh, we had 27 scheduled that I sent out last night and had the high school girls team call this morning that's going to have to pull out that I mentioned had tested positive, uh, had a player player and a parent test positive. So we're, we're at 26 teams, but uh, excited about it. And uh, I think Jeff has uh, seen – what we are capable of doing and the product that we put on the field and my guys running it. And I think he's been pleased with that and uh, the relationship that we are forming, I think is good. I think it's special. And I think moving forward that we're going to do some good things together. Fantastic. I agree. Yeah. The the location is, is really good. I think it's, it's uh, close enough, of course, to a lot of restaurants, a lot of places, uh, close, you know, pretty close to Lexington. I know. Again, as a as a, a former coach, if I take teams into tournaments, I, a lot of times, of course, you've got dead time between games, or the next day you want to be able to go somewhere. If you got to go a long way to eat, that's kind of a headache, and uh, and that doesn't exist at your your place. So it's really, again, it's perfect uh, setup. Uh, really, pretty exciting, very exciting about what can uh, happen with there. We had it, it, plans this location. year. Go ahead, Go ahead Ron. <laughs> well, we had plans uh, to open up a, a, a restaurant. It, it, you, you, you've been there, Holly. We've got a, a two-story uh, pavilion, yeah. and we wanted to be able to have people get out of the uh, sun for a while and we were going to actually open up that top shelf and there's wonderful uh, big windows where you can still watch the game Mm -hmm. while you're in there. But COVID kind of, you know, obviously uh, 
COVID stopped a lot of plans, but we, we hope to do that next year so long as COVID is not in the picture because it gives people a chance to get out of the sun, sit down, have a nice meal. And, we, you know, we, we, we were a, – a lot of things have changed, right? I don't think yeah, anybody's yeah. life is, is what they expected for the summer of 2020. But yeah. the ideas are there. And, and, and Ron's partnership is critical. Uh, you know, I'm very pleased with the product that he puts on the field, the professionalism by which he does what he does. And uh, Ron's a real blessing. Fantastic. So, so I, you were talking about, didn't think we're, I got to throw this in. I was, uh, there's a meme, you know, on Facebook, say all this stuff. And, you know, in interviews, one of the classic questions in, in job interviews is where do you see yourself in five years? And the kind of meme was said nobody saw themselves five years ago where they would be today. And it's uh, clearly okay. nobody expected this. Nobody knew uh, we would be at this place. And it's going to be a battle get through it. But, I'm, you know, I think we're going to do it. We're going to fight through it. And if there's uh, anybody can get through this, uh, I know Ron's going to get everything through this and, and stuff. So i got one other question for you, Jeff, and then uh, we'll let Ron take back over here and stuff. Uh, in your experiences, I guess, in, in all, of, all of this, uh, from your business perspective and, of course, uh, uh, with the facility and everything, and I, wanna, I was going to ask Ron this from his perspective as an athletic director. Do you see anybody, who do you see is doing a really good job of this? I noticed that even like, you know, talk, i got to throw this in. I, I don't mean to take all this time, but Taco Bell has a contactless uh, fast food uh, serving now and I get a kick out of it. So I'll pull up at, at Taco Bell. I don't want to bad mouth Taco Bell. I think they're doing everything they can, but it's contactless. So I don't know if you've been there yet. And, uh, but when you pull up and you pay with, like I pay with cash, sometimes I get finished with a lesson. I got cash and I pay with cash. They put a, uh, like a something out, a table out or like a cart and you put the money into a Taco Bell plastic cup. And so then they take it and pull it in and they take the money, but they're taking the money out of the cup and then putting it in the cash register. Then they get the change out of the cash register, put it in the cup and come There's the only contact I'm not making is with the actual individual. They're, they're still touching the money and touching it and giving it back. So any thoughts on who's really doing a great job of this dealing with this, that we can maybe learn from. Get your stars and sports in. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had other than future stars. Yeah, other yeah. than future stars. You know, I, yeah. I really uh, – that's a tough question. I mean, I, yeah. I think people are doing their best. You you go into restaurants and uh, things, and they're doing everything they possibly can to keep things uh, – surface areas clean and this and that, but – when you're handling money and you're handling uh, food items and service items, there's no way that you cannot touch things. And, and I know. I, I, yeah. I, I've been to Taco Bell, as you mentioned, and they, they hand out the little plastic carrier that they put the food in. But, you know, they had to handle the food to put it in the bag or put it yeah. in the plastic yeah. container. So it, it, it's really defeating the purpose, but it looks good. It at least looks like you're mm-hmm. trying to do something. And, Realistically, I don't know that you can. It's, yeah. You know, that's just where yeah. we're at. I know uh, I've been in Jeff's gas station, and 
they are you know, very uh i'm not going to say strict but as soon as you walk in you know they ask you to put on if you don't have a mask on to you know cover your face you know whether it's raise your t-shirt up over your face or whatever they're trying to do their due diligence to to do the right thing but it, it's really tough it, it, it's hard well, we, to say go ahead jeff we we, we have cut up more t-shirts and brand new sheets than you can imagine because we don't want to turn customers away, but a substantial number of the people in both businesses, both uh, Ron and mines and the gas station, we have a lot of people in their sixties and, you know, you got some hardheads that don't want to wear the mask and they're going to complain. And, and the bottom line is um, they'll post something on Facebook that's negative towards the station and then you'll have five more people saying, I mean, we've been masked and gloved since March. Mm-hmm. And you will not find many gas stations that get 100 on their health inspection. So wow. we, we were doing everything we can do, and we've actually set up to, to some extent uh, where you pay at one window, so you have someone touching the cash, and then you have to go to the under, uh, other window to, to pick up your food order. So. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get impatient. They say, just hand me my doggone Coke. Well, <laughs> we'll do that. I mean, they're the customer. But we, we, we've uh-huh. tried to establish a system to minimize, you know, uh, exposure. And But, you know, we're all learning as we go. Well, I'll tell you, I got, Jeff, uh, my friend and I went into your uh, gas station after we went uh, looking around the park. We went to get something to drink. And quite honestly, we were walking around the park with no mask on because it's just the two of us. And uh, we've just been camping and stuff. And we, she and I hang out. And she was a roommate of mine for a while. So we're around each other all the time. And uh, we were walking around the park with no mask on. The only person I saw in the whole park was somebody on a, um, uh, that was dragging one of the fields about two fields away. So we got to the point, we get in a car, we're getting ready to come back home. And we were thirsty. So we've gone to your gas station. We both completely forgot about a mask. And so we walk in and your lady there says, uh, says, ma'am, you need, uh, she said, how'd she put it? Uh, Something like, did you forget your mask or something like that? In a very nice, very professional way. She just kindly reminded us that we need to have a mask. And we, it reminded us and we'd get ready to turn around to leave. And she goes, well, we have some here. And I think what they did yep. is they cut out some T-shirts and made some homemade, cool, like little mask, little cloth mask. And, uh, and we took one of each and did our, put them on, did our shopping and, and left. It was very nice, extremely well done. She was very pleasant, but it was, you know, I think most of us understand the concept of masks. And, and, uh, and I know some people don't like it, but she was, I thought, we got in the car and we said, we both said, gosh, she did a great job how she handled that. So We try. I think yeah. we've actually, you know, gathered more customers than we've lost because of that. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of those people will come back when COVID is over. But, look, yeah. I don't want to be responsible for anybody dying. So we're going to do the most we can mm-hmm. to prevent True. any spread in anything that we do. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're bleaching. We have uh, bleach bottles or bleach cleaners in every dugout. We ask that, you know, when people come in, they use it. And when they leave, they use it. 
and and we've been masked and gloved in the concession <laughs> stand. We clean the bathrooms more often, you know, because of all this. We put fans, you know, in certain areas where people are able to cool down a little bit with these hot temperatures. I mean, we spent a fair amount of money to try and do as much as we can do. But on the other hand, uh, people that come to the park, uh, I'm not the mask police, and uh, intelligent people can make their own decisions whether they want to mer- you know, wear a mask when they're uh, playing the game. And I, I, I'm not going to go around and tell a grown man or a grown woman that, you know, they, if they're outside, uh, you know. Right, right. They make a choice. They make a mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, for the most part, we, we've run several weekends now. Uh, Kentucky, of course, was July 4th when we first started, but we ran two weekends prior to that in Indiana. And I think for the most part, the fans, the parents, they have social distance and behave themselves properly uh, to where they don't really need a mask. I've seen some with masks, but most of them are spread out enough or they're within their own little bubble that I, I don't believe that they need a mask. And, and I think they've done fine with what we have asked asked of them to do and I don't I don't see an issue uh, again you know it's optional if someone wants to wear a mask you know I, I salute them uh, that's great flip side if uh, someone is is there that uh, is social distancing and doesn't have a mask and they're outside I don't see a problem with that yeah social distancing is going to be pretty much especially if you're 10 feet apart but let's say six feet Masks, they've determined, is not 100%, I guess, effective. Social distancing is probably, if not 100%, it's 99. I mean, it's pretty, you're not going to be close to somebody. It's really going to be difficult to get anything. Right. I I would agree. Social distancing is the main key. Of course, that's not always going to happen. And uh, regardless of what you do, you're going to get within somebody's so-called bubble. But uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, mask does help. Social distancing is the main thing. And, of course, frequently washing your hands and, uh, you know, having proper hygiene. Uh, all of that uh, comes into effect here. You, you mentioned the social distancing. I, ironically, again, myself being an athletic director two days ago, I had walked onto the field to talk to a couple of the coaches, and they were running gassers wind sprints and one of the big linemen which i i love uh, i've coached him in uh, other sports in the past but he he's winded and i mean he's just breathing heavily and he comes over to talk to me and i'm like i'm bailing out i'm like dude i love you but you know, don't come over here i'm coughing and acting on me but uh yeah i was i was very leery of that situation and i i backed away real quick he just laughed at me like, you know, again, the kids don't take it this seriously. And, and that that's an ongoing issue. And it's going to be an issue right. if we start up school. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going, going to do school-related. A lot of uh, counties around us have issued what they're going to do, and they've backed it up till like, August the 25th. We, we're planning on starting August the 5th <laughs> ourselves. And it's, 
both Catholics do it, so we're not under the same guidelines. But uh, there's a lot of question marks, and I, I'm not sure what it's going to be like moving forward. Yes, it's, it's a problem. We have, uh, looks like Jason is here. I don't know. We haven't had a chance. He's been here listening. And uh, Jason, you got anything going on? I'm just listening right now. Yeah, good, good. You've been on the field very much with your girls? Oh, yeah, we played uh, this past weekend and uh, been practicing throughout the week and then uh, go at it again this weekend. So we're we're full swing. Yeah. Is, uh, uh, like, during practice, are you still doing, you know, I'm going to throw you under the bus here a little bit, but are you still doing the distancing or is your practice reverting back the way we did before or are you still doing some controlling on that? Now we're still controlling it uh pretty well. I mean it's it's still the nature of the game. You're you're spread out as is. You're you're not in contact with uh with one another uh with this sport on a normal basis. So we still keep them uh keep them spread out uh in during their breaks and then warm ups and and whatnot. And mainly that's to keep it to where it's not a culture shock with the eight U girls whenever they get to a tournament. If the tournament is more strict than you know, we normally would have it at practice. So it's, yeah. it's just to get them used to the the new game of play until it changes back. So are you getting a lot of, uh, like, wondering, uh, and Ron probably can answer this as, uh, as well, as, like, a percentage, are you, do you feel like most parents that you hear, talk to, are saying, we don't like this, of course, but we understand. We're, we're good at this point. Yeah, at this point, I haven't heard anybody give any negative feedback with practices or tournaments. They've accepted the the new changes and understand that it's something that really has to be done, and it's done well to where there is no uh, negative feedback. Right, right. Well, I, I would agree with that yeah, for the most part, Holly. Mm-hmm. I was just saying I would agree with that for the most part. Uh, I think the majority of the people are just <laughs> glad to be playing again. I think the kids need this. I think the parents need it. But I, I think the kids need it to, to see the expression on their faces, to see that happy smile. They need this mentally and physically. And I think for the most part, parents have accepted that we've had to make changes, and they're okay with that. They're, they're just happy to be on the field. Yeah, it seems like it. It does seem like it. I do know from my perspective, I still get a lot of uh, lessons. Or I do mostly lessons, and, and one of the things is that you can uh, you can give a lesson and never get within six feet. Um, so it's it's pretty easy to do that. And of course, now you're touching the same uh, softballs or the bat or whatever, but um, uh, we do take those kind of precautions. But I still have parents that are very leery for whatever reason to even, to even do that. So, um, but I don't hear any complaining. It's just that, no, we're just not ready to come back yet. Yeah. And it, it differs, you know, from parent to parents. I mean, it's, it, uh, it's that way in my own household. Uh, we, we sat down last night and had a family conversation. I've got two, I've got a teenage son and I've got a son 22 that's still living at home. That's a college student. And my wife, uh, she's on one side, and I'm, I'm cautious, but I'm also getting out a little more. And 
you know, my job dictates that I'm out in, in the public and I have meetings and stuff. Being an athletic director, I'm called into different meetings and we're, you know, we're dealing with things as we're getting ready to start with school. And, and she's like, you know, you don't need to be out in, in that. And also having that conversation with, with the kids that have let their guard down a little bit. And I'm guilty as well. I mean, I, I have eased up compared to where I was six weeks ago or two months ago. But, you know, every household, I think, is different. You've got one that uh, is really fearful, and then you've got one that may not be. I know I've, I've talked to several of my friends that are dealing with the same thing, and uh, it, it's almost a split within the house as well as it, as it is in the community. You've got some that think it's a hoax. You've got some that, you know, are very leery. Uh, I don't think it's a hoax by any means. But I also have felt that, you know, the need that I stayed locked up for two months and I'm ready to come out now. Uh, I'm saying that at the same time, I'm also aware of, of some people in my community that have tested positive. So there, there is a concern, but I also feel like without the hospitals being overwhelmed that we have to move forward. So, you know, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth when it comes to that. <laughs> I am concerned. I I am cautious. I do wash my hands frequently. I do wear a mask when I go into certain venues. At the same time, I feel like we've got to move on with our life and get back to as much normalcy as possible. And, you know, that may not happen for another 18 months or so. I don't know. You know, history will, will reveal at some point, 10 years, five years in the future, they're going to say we... We opened up too quick. We stayed closed. I mean, it's we don't know. And as you said, we get we're all kind of doing the best we can. And of course, we're a country of, of people that have different opinions, and and we have the right to that opinion and the right to behave in that way. And uh, so that causes all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff as well. But um, we've got uh, a couple more. We're going to try to. Ron and I talked about this. We're going to try to get this show wrapped up uh, about 10 to one, trying to make this show about a 45, 50 minute show. Uh, we haven't talked about, just make sure Ron, we get uh, your upcoming events, tournaments, what's going on. Let's make sure we get that out of the way before we, uh, we run out of time. Well, we're, we're at Nicholasville every weekend. I've got something advertised from now until Halloween weekend. So if anybody's looking for anything at all, they need to reach out, text me, and say, hey, I'm interested in 8U, 10U, whatever. Hopefully we have that age group, uh, enough teams to play that weekend. But so far, you know, we've filled the park three straight weekends since we've opened up, and next weekend's already looking good as well. But we do have things scheduled at Nicholasville until October the 24th, 25th weekend, whatever. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but right up to the end of October. We anticipate playing same way with uh, Beachmont and Louisville, and I've got a couple more dates in, in New Albany coming up. I, I only get six or seven weekends over there. I've got two or three left. I think the last week of uh, August or one of the, one of the latter weeks of August, I'm over there, and then a couple weeks in the fall. But uh, we have plenty. Plenty going on. If someone's looking to play, that's fast pitch our baseball. I should be able to help them, and uh, would love 
to have anyone that's out there looking for something to reach out to me, text me, send me an email, and I'll respond to that, and we'll get you hooked up. Sounds good. Now, we did. We do have, it looks like, another a caller, and I don't think I recognize this number. Let's get um, the 502-777 number. Go ahead, caller. Are you there? It's me, Holly. I'm on the road. Oh. I'm just listening. Okay. I don't have this number down, so I'll make sure I'll get this that number down. That sounds like Bernie Bowes, Holly. That sounds That's like Bernie Bowes. my direction. I'm on the cell phone. I had work for business this morning. All right. Sounds good. You doing fine? Just thought I'd catch in and see what was going on. All right. I'll put you on hold. Appreciate it. Be careful. All right. Um, so you got uh, Nicholasville coming and uh, going on and stuff. Now, again, as you said before, not to bring up uh, open wounds and stuff, but obviously um, the uh, Tennessee, there's nothing going on in Tennessee for a while. No, unfortunately, as everybody's aware, and you did bring up an open wound. I'd, I'd forgot <laughs> today would have been our yeah. – this morning we would have had a uh, – manager's breakfast and then uh, right. right right at this current time as i look at the clock we would have been doing our opening ceremonies team parade at johnson city cardinal park uh, there at the class a uh, st louis cardinals farm team uh, we would have been doing our parade right at this moment and uh, would have started play later on this evening and unfortunately the pandemic did shut us down with the loss of uh, 14 fields we typically have 19 fields down there, and when the executive order came out uh, the last week of June, it shut down 14 of our fields. So we did have to cancel that. And next weekend, we were supposed to have a college showcase there as well and have canceled it. Uh, so, yeah, you did open up some wounds there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, and I was very uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go as far as say depressed when this first happened. I kind of stared at the walls for a couple of days, but uh, we, we've moved on until last weekend. I did, uh, I think, talking to George or Donnie or both, saying, you know, normally I would be home packing right now, getting ready to go to Johnson City, because it, it, it is a trip that all of us look forward to going down and working that event it's a fun week it's a stressful week but it is an event that uh, myself and my my guys uh, look forward to every year and enjoy doing it we've we've had some weeks down there when we've had nightmare weather that uh, have been very stressful but we've always managed to get it in but uh, yes that is uh, would have been today and uh, yeah Thanks for, thanks for reminding <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So um, let's go ahead. At, um, if you don't have anything right now, Ron, if you do, go ahead, and uh, I'll try to see. We got George here that um, uh, check with, in, with him and see if he's got anything. <clears throat> let's see. Connect to George, looks like. Okay, George, you there? Yes, ma'am. How are you doing today? I'm just here listening, y'all. Yeah? Yeah? You having a good day? Oh, yeah. 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 Watching clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring my load over. Yeah, okay. (laughs) 
Good talking to you. You too. Good luck. All right. So um, that pretty much, uh, I don't have anything else. Ron, you got anything else you want to get to before we get off here for the day? Well, again, uh, this coming weekend, we've, we've got uh, 14s, 15s, and 16s baseball playing in Nicholasville. High school girls and 14U girls all in Nicholasville, all five fields running. Jeff's in the process of getting uh, a field six upper, the upper part of the park. There used to be a field up there, and it had been grown over with grass. Uh, you know, the fence and everything's still up, backstop. So we're, we're in the process of getting that up and running. Hopefully we'll have it up for foul ball. And uh, mentioned earlier, uh, he mentioned himself that we're we're looking at possibly adding a few more fields in the future uh, to make you know seven, eight, nine fields. I'm excited about the opportunity up there. I think we've got a good relationship. I, I have uh, become I, I feel I can say friends, not just uh, partners or business. Uh, relationship. I think Jeff and I are becoming friends, and uh, we respect one another. I think we're in the process of uh, doing some things together that will grow this for a number of years to come. I'm excited about the opportunity, and I'm excited about uh, the location. Uh, the location's unbelievable. I mean, I, I didn't realize myself as we would get teams to southern Indiana and Louisville from uh, Cumberland and Somerset and uh, Marion County and places of that nature to find out that coming through back roads, and I'm going to call them back roads, most of them are good roads, uh, Highway 68 and 127, and uh, a lot of these places that were traveling two hours and sometimes two and a half hours to play with us in southern Indiana and Louisville now tell me, hey, we're only 45 minutes away. So I'm really excited as I learn more and more about people that from coming a different direction than what I even knew about because I'm not familiar with that area, but we're suddenly in the backyard of a lot of these teams that uh, have supported us anyway. So I, I think the sky's the limit. I think we're only scratching the surface down there. Uh, Jeff and I are talking about making some improvements on the park. As you stated, the park was closed for several years. Jeff uh, purchased it, I don't know how long ago, four or five years ago. Went through two or or three different uh, people running events, and uh, that didn't work out for him. I think that uh, the relationship and what we have shown that we're capable of doing and in return what he's capable of uh, giving back to us to help us be successful, I just think it's a win-win all the way around, and I think we're going to build something that is uh, well-known and respected up in that area. And, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time, but, so far, the feedback that we're getting is, has been really good and positive, and I'm excited about the future. I am, too, and I'll leave you guys with a funny story because Ron was talking about a divided house earlier. 
So, and Ron knows this, you know, I I don't get home very often. I live in Evansville, and we've got a four-wheel drive shop over there, truck accessory store. But so I finally got to get to go home last weekend, and I, I hit the garage door, started walking in, and my lovely wife came and planted one on me, and she said, take your clothes off. And I said, whoa, this is good. And she turns and hands me a, a bag a plastic bag says, put all your clothes in the bag and take a yeah. shower before you can, <laughs> you can yeah. come in. Because, <laughs> you know, I, for three weeks I've been out amongst them, and, uh, you know, she didn't want the COVID coming into the house. So, uh, yeah. well, anyway, well, I won't tell you how the rest of the weekend panned out. But <laughs> What well, wasn't quite the message you thought when you come in and uh, take your clothes off? It's like throw them in the washer and get them germs off of you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. we're, we're, I'll try and have one here. Uh... That's good. Well, That's good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, appreciate you, yeah. Ron, and uh, appreciate you, Ollie, for doing the the podcast. And uh, yeah. if anybody needs us, they can call Ron, or uh, he's got my number. If anybody needs practice time, more than happy to help them out. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, it does. Again, just for uh, future star sports for Ron, what he's been doing and stuff. Uh, just super excited about that whole uh, that whole thing. And anything you need from me, just let me know. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, again, Jeff, Jeff just mentioned that uh, you know teams are looking for practice times, and we do uh, work out things to give them practice times at that facility. Uh, most most of my events are just Saturday, Sunday. As we move forward, we will do some four-day events and three-day events. But uh, this year, getting started, it's Saturday, Sunday. So, so you know, through the week, there, there's availability for practice time. You mentioned the indoor facility that could be leased out, uh, you know, during winter time. Uh, all of those are possibilities. If anybody's looking for those kind of things, definitely reach out to myself. I can get you in contact with Jeff. And, we can get you hooked up, but uh, I, I just think there's a lot of positive stuff going on up there that uh, I'm excited about, and I hope to be there for 10 years or so, you know, you know at least here here in the future for several years, and I'm excited mm-hmm. about that possibility. Sounds That's good. my hope as well. Yep, sounds good. All right. All right. Well, well, thank you all. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks yeah, for thank you. I'll, I'll be in touch, right. Jeff. Okay, buddy. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, Ron, got any um, closing thoughts here? It looks like, uh, so Mark was here, it looked like uh, earlier, but it looked like he left. And it looks like so far on the phone, we have you and George is uh, still there, but I think uh, um, everybody else has left. So anything closing okay. comments? Uh no, I, I just want everybody to stay positive, stay safe. Uh, let me know if you're looking for anything to play in. We we do have some uh, exposures, some college events that we're still planning on doing in August and in the fall that I need to get information out to. I know Mark, as you said, was on here. I know he's he's been on me for a couple weeks to help him promote something that he's doing in West Virginia, uh, a college showcase exposure type events and I, I need to get on that uh, it, it's just it's been crazy uh, <laughs> I, I can't 
I've said it every week we're on here. This has just been a different time. Uh, I, I don't recall ever going through what we're going through now, and I don't mean pandemic-wise, but uh, I think it's a result of that. Uh, I'm constantly on the phone uh, doing things that I normally wouldn't do, and it, it just it's hard for me to catch up, and it's, a lot of it is due to this COVID uh, answering questions or taking a phone call because somebody else has canceled a tournament. And it's, it's just been unbelievable. And uh, I have tried to keep up with what I'm supposed to be doing. Mark has asked me a few times to, Hey, shoot, shoot some stuff out on Facebook. Help me promote this. Help me do this. And I failed to do that. But I've got that note again today that, this evening I'm going to sit down and do that hopefully it happens but uh, we do have some college showcases coming up and uh, if anybody's looking for that and needs information contact me about that as well as you're aware Holly we had one uh, that you participated in that we had nine college coaches those same coaches are willing to do these pretty much anytime we want my understanding is D1 as of August 1 can get involved. i got a few D1 coaches that uh, have expressed interest in the past. So moving forward, we hope to do some of that, and uh, they will probably be in Nicholasville, which is a nice setting for that anyway. But that right now the facilities we have is Nicholasville and Beachmont. So I would say Nicholasville will be where most of those are at. But again, Mark is planning one in West Virginia as well, and we'll get that information out. Sounds good. Yeah, it looks like NCAA was actually talking about extending it even past, even uh, farther along the way, but uh, it is uh, through July 31st um, is Division One. Uh, I don't know. I, d- I don't see anything currently in Division Two. Usually, Division Two, Division One, at least in the in the dead period, kind of falls in line. <clears throat> and of course, we talked about before. For those that uh, was not around, that means that those coaches, when when you do have a showcase through July 31st, those coaches can't attend, uh, cannot attend those, and uh, so it's completely um, dead period where they can't communicate or. Um, players play, but Division Three NEI JUCOs uh, can, so uh, um, that still works out. Uh, works out pretty good, and most most coaches, most players go to those levels anyway. It's a very small percentage of athletes go to Division One play anyway. So, yeah, uh, most yeah. of the kids that are D one uh, usually are already locked up or have right. an idea what they're doing. I mean, the you know the big schools are already on them, and we we can't. You know, not to say we we can't help them, but it's slim. Most of yeah. those are going to be seen and already have been recognized if if they're that talent. But uh, you know, we get a lot of kids that are NAIA D D three and even D two, which, as you stated, D two uh, usually goes along with the D one as far as recruiting. But the other levels is where most of the kids are going to have a have an opportunity to play at and. And we definitely can help those. And I have helped a number of kids do that. And a yeah. lot of positive feedback on the, the one camp we did earlier in the year. And I know several kids were offered uh, scholarships or at least uh, invites to come to the campus and things of that nature, which, you know, is a positive. So 
we're, we're excited about that moving forward. We hope to do more. Yeah, and on that topic, just uh, throw a plug out there since this is a National Fast Pitch Academy uh, podcast. I've just recently been told that a, a girl that I did a recruiting video for uh, just uh, committed to Transylvania in uh, Lexington, and she's an outfielder from uh, uh, Oldham County area around here. So I did a recruiting video video for her, and and I think it was a factor in her getting uh, getting. Uh, getting, I guess, commitments uh, to Transylvania. And another girl did my very first video that I did uh, a year ago. She just uh, committed. She's from New Albany High School, and she recently committed to IUPUI to play softball there. So um, uh, just as you do that, so the reward is uh, is pretty cool when you get these athletes yes, that, that made those decisions. Yeah. Yes, it is, and I and I saw that on Facebook where the the kid uh, committed to Transylvania that uh, was one of your students, uh, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call, uh, yeah. that you were giving lessons to, and did the the video on and everything, and that you know that that is really you know it, it's neat. It, it makes you feel good when uh, you feel like you've had a little bit of. Uh, part in their life as far as helping them to live that dream. It, it, right. it, it's very rewarding. Uh, yeah. that, that's one of the reasons that I, I, I do this. I, I, I get a big kick out of uh, being a part of something like that to help these kids uh, move forward and live their dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, it's been another show. We'll wrap up. I guess uh, we'll talk to, uh, again next week at uh, 12 o'clock, hopefully continue to get uh, um, information that can help us get even uh, further along and playing some more tournaments and stuff. Speaking of that, I don't think you mentioned Beachmont. Are, is Beachmont, uh, do, are you doing anything there uh, coming up? Uh, actually, this weekend, uh, as well as in uh, Nicholasville, I have high school girls playing at Beachmont. We have 10-year-old girls playing at Beachmont, and I have a high school baseball uh, group playing so uh, baseball wise this weekend we've got four teams, fifteen, six teams in a high school division at uh, the two locations, and then uh, high school fast pitches at both locations and four teams at one and uh, tens are at uh, Beachmont as well. So yes, we are playing at Beachmont uh, and Nicholasville this weekend. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Well, those that are listening, you go to futurestarsofsports.com to see the full listing of, of uh, tournaments coming up and all the way through Halloween. So get uh, go to the website. If you've got any questions, all that information is on the uh, site here. You can go to nationalfastpitchacademy.com and uh, contact me or there. We can get to Ron or you can contact Ron, as said, uh, on his website or at 502-541-0103. So that's uh, it for the show. I appreciate everybody being here. Uh, join us on uh, Gap to Gap Radio. We have uh, different uh, shows on a uh, podcast. If you want to listen to these shows um, archived, like recording, you can go to your iTunes. If you're on iPhone, go to iTunes. Uh, find uh, the app. Do Gap to Gap Radio search, and you can download that. So every time a new show comes up, you get um, uh, subscribe and you get uh, notifications. You can listen to it in your uh, car. You can listen to it uh, in your headphones at ball games, all kinds of things. So uh, check us out on uh, iTunes, and we'll talk to you soon. Everybody have a great day.
Sounds good, Holly. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah. You too. Thank you, Ron. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So that concludes for the day. And uh, again, uh, join me typically at uh, Mondays at noon and Thursdays at noon. And then I do have a virtual academy show that I do ever so often that is uh, mostly instructional based. If you are looking for getting videos done, we, I do two types of videos. I get a full skills video and I also do what is called a video clips, a very super cool new thing. If you want to check that out, go to my website again, nationalfastpitchacademy.com. Great. Have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Contact me if you have any questions. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.